Y'all, it's here. It's finally here. I have officially launched my first ever online store and I am so excited that I just might burst. ShopCoachKaya.com is officially live and ready for you to explore. I have put together a collection of goodies to help you find joy in your journey of creating a healthy life that you love. Inside the shop, you're going to find things like water bottles, journals, stickers, graphic tees, jewelry, and so much more. These products are really a reflection of who I am as a person. They're motivational, bright, and a little bit ranchy. And the other exciting thing is that all of these designs were almost exclusively watercolor illustrated by yours truly. It has been so much fun to tap back into my creative side and create these products with you all in mind to share a little bit of joy for you to bring home to yourself. I'd love for you to go and check out the store, but before you do, I want to share a special little discount code for my listeners. If you use the code CLIMB10 at checkout at shopcoachkayat.com, you will receive 10% off your first order. Happy shopping! Hello there, beautiful friend, and welcome back to the show. I am so dang grateful to have you here tuning in to today's show. Today's show is going to be, I think it's going to be more of like a candid with Kaya. And honestly, I just want to share some things that have been on my heart and some lessons that I'm kind of learning and relearning in real time. I want to share a couple of stories with you today and a couple of epiphanies that I've had as it comes to being more present in my life, facing the storms of life and being willing to get uncomfortable with the things that are uncomfortable and a few other things as well. But before we dive into the show, I want to share a... um a little oopsie that I had this morning, maybe if nothing else, just in the hopes to share my own humanness so that in case you did something silly today, you can feel a little bit better about yourself too. <laughs> now, I'm I'm currently wearing a hat, one of the new hats that is in my merch shop, one of the mountain hats, holler. If you haven't checked out the shop yet, go check it out. There's some really cool go- goodies in there. But I'm wearing a hat today for two reasons. The first reason is that um, I haven't washed my hair in a while. I'm just going to say that straight up. I'm trying to train my hair to not be so greasy. And part of that process is going longer without washing it. So I hear I'm working on it. So I haven't washed my hair in a while. That's why I'm wearing a hat. But the second reason that I'm wearing this hat is because this morning I did attempt to do something to my unwashed hair. And that was just to curl the tips because I think that I really love the look of like, you know, a hat, but with a curly, you know, curly hair at the bottom. Nobody has to see the greasy stuff on top, but just a little wave. And so I grabbed my curling wand and I plug it in and I thought it smelled a little funny this morning. Like it just smelled like something was maybe burning or just that it was extra hot, but I didn't really think much of it. And so I go to curl my hair and I grab my first piece of hair and I wrap it around the wand and I see smoke. And you know how sometimes if you don't like completely finish drying your hair, there's some steam from the the moisture that's on your hair. But remember my hair was not wet. It was just dirty. And I see some smoke happening and then I smell it. I can smell that something is not right. And my husband is like, what is going on in here? And it immediately smells like a cattle branding in our bathroom. And I'm like, oh no, this is not going to be good. And I move the curling wand away from my hair and I see that one of my luscious locks is singed to the side of it. And I am just at a loss for words. And I'm like, oh no. 
Now, I don't know if you guys have seen that video on YouTube of this young girl. She's like trying to do her first hair tutorial video on YouTube and she's teaching you how to use a curling wand and she wraps it around the hair. She's like, hold it for 20 seconds at least. And then when she pulls it away, the entire chunk of hair is still attached to the curling wand. And you can just see in her face this like panic. That was me. That was me this morning. And so that's the second reason why I'm wearing a hat because I also have a singed part of my hair that I'm honestly too nervous to really um, see the damage of. And the hard thing about this too, for those that have to be around me today, is that I didn't have a chance to wash my hair after this. I just had to throw on my hat and go. So now I'm walking around with dirty hair and I smell like a cattle branding. And that is the way I'm doing life today. So I hope that you're having a better hair day than I am, friend. And this, there's no point to the story other than the fact that sometimes we make silly mistakes. Sometimes we singe our hair to a curling wand and that's okay. We can just stand back up and keep going. So now that being said, let's dive on into the episode, shall we? Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. All right. Oh, friends, I, what's going on in my life these days? You know, I feel like in my life right now, I'm having to do a lot of relearning of lessons that I thought I already knew. And I'm having to relearn lessons as they apply to different aspects of my life. You know, you all know, I think by now, a lot of my health journey story and how this journey to better health and rebuilding my relationship relationship with myself from the inside out has been so incredible. I have rebuilt that relationship. I have discovered how to love myself better, how to accept myself and really grow so much as a person. But the lessons that I learned as I rebuilt that self-love for myself, I'm having to relearn over and over and over again in every new season or every new mountain that I'm climbing, whether that mountain is entrepreneurship, whether that mountain is marriage, whatever that mountain is. And man, is this a season of relearning those lessons for me. Now, before we dive into what some of those lessons are, I wanted to share a quick story about the buffalo. Now, if y'all have visited the Coach Kaya shop, you would notice that there are some shirts and postcards and posters and water bottles and phone cases that have this watercolor illustration that I did of a buffalo. And it's a buffalo. And right on its back, you can see that it says, be a buffalo, face the storm. And I want to tell you, where the inspiration for this design came from and why the buffalo has kind of become my new symbol through this season and a reminder to me of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. So the buffalo. When a storm rolls in, almost all animals in the animal kingdom, their instinct is to turn and run away from the storm, right? They want to avoid the discomfort of the storm that's coming, so they turn and they try to run away as fast as they can. And they will run away for hours. They'll run away for days, weeks, trying tirelessly to outrun the storm. Now, what eventually happens is the storm often 
catches up with them. So not only are they running away from the storm, but now they're running parallel with the storm, really just making the experience of the storm last even longer. And by the time the storm eventually passes, they are exhausted. They are depleted. So, so tired. And so tired, not only from running, but also having to endure the storm even longer than they would have had to. But the buffalo is one of the only animals in the animal kingdom that when a storm rolls in, they turn and they face the storm. They'll charge right into the storm and it might be uncomfortable. There might be rain, sleet, snow. I mean, it is just awful. But by turning and facing the storm and running headfirst right into it, the storm might only last 15 minutes and then they're on the other side of it already. And I think this is such a beautiful metaphor for life. You know, when I think about the storms of my life, and I'm not talking about the actual storms, I'm talking about the mental storms, the emotional storms, the hardships that we have to walk through, the hard things in our lives that we've, we've had to face, or, or maybe the hard things in our life that we've been running away from for days, weeks, months, years, maybe. And for me, for a long time, the storm that I was running away from was my own dislike and self-judgment that I had for myself. And I kept trying to run away from that and mask it with other things instead of facing that storm head on. And it wasn't until I faced that reality, the fact that I needed to rebuild my relationship with myself, that I was finally able to get to the other side of it. And had I learned that lesson sooner, had I faced that storm sooner, I think I would have had to endure so much less pain and discomfort if I just had the bravery and the courage to face it head on. And I want you to ask yourself, what are the storms in your life that you have been running away from? Because if you've been running for a while, you probably are exhausted, depleted. You have no energy left to face the storm, to endure the storm. And so we keep running. We keep numbing away from our discomfort when really the only way to get to the other side of it is to turn and to face it head on. And I learned that. I learned that in my health journey, and I'm relearning this lesson in other aspects of my life too. Because when things get uncomfortable in my life, I'm human, right? And our human instinct is to seek pleasure and avoid pain. And the fact that we're trying to avoid pain and seek pleasure is the reason that so many of us use things to numb out from the discomfort. You know, I've I've shared in, in earlier episodes that my numbing of choice, my buffering of choice, the thing that I try to escape pain from has always been food, right? It gives me this instant gratification, this instant satisfaction, this instant pleasure. If I'm stressed, upset, angry, food is the thing I go to for comfort. And it feels good in the moment, but long-term, it doesn't actually make me more comfortable. It doesn't actually make the storm pass, right? And maybe for you, you you numb or you buffer with other things. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's, maybe it's social media. Maybe it's something completely different. But we keep trying to numb the discomfort instead of facing it head on. What is the storm in your life right now that you've been avoiding? And what would it look like for you to have the courage and the bravery and the strength to say, you know what, I'm tired of running. I'm tired of being tired because I've been running for so long. What if I found the courage and the bravery within me to stop running, to turn and face this? And I want to tell you right now that, yeah, it's scary because it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's going to be very uncomfortable. But once you face it, you will get to the other side of it so much faster and you will be so much stronger because of that. So what does that look like for me right now in this season? 
you know, I talked about how I faced it a lot when it came to my health journey and learning to love and appreciate and accept my body, but I'm having to relearn it right now in other areas of my life too. And what being a buffalo right now looks like for me is accepting that there are some areas in my life that I could use some support. And what that looks like for me right now is I'm really excited to share that I recently started therapy. I recently started therapy and I've got to tell you, I've only been to two sessions so far, but I think that it is one of the best gifts that I've ever given myself. And I think I avoided therapy for so long because I had this feeling of like, I'm a coach, right? Like I am a life coach. I should know better. I should know how to do this. I should be able to coach myself through this. I literally coach hundreds of women all the time on how to face the storms in their life, how to overcome these challenges. I should just, I should know how to do this for myself, right? I felt shame in the fact that I was stuck and that I couldn't get myself out of it. But if I was really coaching myself, you know what I'd probably tell myself? I'd say, get out of your own head, get out of your own way and get the support that you need. Everyone needs support. All coaches need coaches. All therapists need therapists. My best friend, Jessica, is a therapist and she believes wholeheartedly in therapy. And she, she sees therapy herself, even though she is a therapist. There is no shame in being human. And there is strength and vulnerability and power in seeking the support that you need. And for me, being the buffalo in my life right now in this season looks like facing the storm and getting the support that I need in order to face that head on. And I truly feel like therapy is the greatest gift I've ever given myself. It feels like the most beautiful act of self-love. And I believe wholeheartedly in therapy, but I felt very hypocritical because I was a huge advocate for it, but I had never seen a therapist for myself. And even after two sessions, man, I already feel lighter. And I feel like already the impacts of therapy, giving myself the freedom to explore and reflect and dig deeper into these areas that I've been running away from for a really, really long time. I already feel like it has benefited me so tremendously. It has felt like this release, like this emotional release. Like I have had this pressure building and building and building. And I've, I've tried to avoid this, these things and shove them down and shove them down for so long. And I finally have given myself permission to talk through it, to open up about it, to allow myself to journal about it, to seek professional help to get me to the other side of it. And it's the best thing that I've done for myself. You know, someone once shared a visual with me that I think is so powerful. And they said, imagine that negative emotions in your life or these, these uncomfortable emotions, I don't want to call them negative because I think all emotions are beneficial and serve us in some way, but let's call them uncomfortable emotions. Uncomfortable emotions, imagine them like air inside of a beach ball, okay? And when we have these uncomfortable emotions come up, our instinct is that we want to grab those, grab that beach ball, and we want to shove it under the surface. We don't want to deal with it. We don't want to expose ourselves. We don't want to feel them. So we shove them under the surface. But what happens when you take a beach ball full of air and you shove it under the surface of the water? It doesn't go away. The air doesn't disappear. In fact, the more that we hold it underwater, the further that we push it under the water, the more that the pressure builds. But we keep holding. We just keep holding. We keep a brave face. We try to keep it all together. We just keep, you know, holding our grip on this beach ball under the water, thinking if I could just hold this here long enough, I don't have to deal with these. But eventually we lose our grip. 
Something happens in our life and we can't hold the beach ball underwater anymore. We lose our grip and that beach ball of emotions, it doesn't just slowly float back up to the surface. All that pressure that's been building makes it burst through the surface and usually at an inopportune time. And I feel like what would happen if we allowed ourselves to just release the pressure on that beach ball, release some of the air in that beach ball so that it doesn't have to be shoved underwater and continue to build pressure? What are the tools that we have to allow ourselves to feel the feelings? I truly believe that the healing is in the feeling, but I recognize that in my own life, there are certain areas that I haven't allowed myself to feel, and I've been running away, exhausting myself. And gosh, it feels so good to finally be the buffalo and face the storm. And I I want you to consider what storms in your life you've been avoiding and what it looks like to face those for you. Maybe it starts by you journaling about them. Maybe it starts by talking with someone. Maybe it starts by seeking professional help, whether it's a coach or whether it's a therapist. And I've got to tell you, if you are putting off seeing a therapist because you're, you don't know how to do it, how to find a therapist or, or approach the process, I've got to tell y'all it was way easier than I expected. And I'll tell you exactly how I did it. Um, My friend Jessica, who's a therapist, told me how. You visit psychology.com, you type in your zip code, and it will show you all of the therapists in your area. You can sort them by insurance type. You can sort them by types of therapists. You can view a profile on them. You can message them directly from the app to see if they're taking on new clients. It was so simple. And I'm so glad finally did it. So this is your sign, friend that it's time to face that storm, that you're strong enough to get to the other side of it. And if you need support to do so, that it is a beautiful act of self-love to get that support that you need. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to share with you some of my greatest epiphanies that I've had this week with the lessons that I'm relearning. Tis the season. The holidays are here and maybe you're feeling so excited and looking forward to all of the joy and connection and family and bonding, but maybe you're also feeling a little anxious or worried about it too. Listen, there's no denying that the holidays add more demands to our time, our finances, our emotions across the board. But do we really need to continue riding this emotional holiday roller coaster year after year? Friends, I have something that I think you're going to love to help you survive, maybe even thrive this holiday season. I have put together a holiday survival guide. And inside of this survival guide, you're going to find a workbook to help you set some healthy boundaries. But maybe even more helpful than that, you're going to find a library of videos, short pep talks that you need in the moments you need them most. Maybe your uncle keeps talking about politics at the dinner table, or your aunt won't stop commenting about her new diet or how much weight you've gained or lost or your food choices. Or maybe you just need a moment to relax and breathe for yourself. In this holiday survival guide, you're going to find the pep talks you need for the moments that you need them so that you can not only survive the holidays, but thrive through them. Visit coachkaya.com to check out my free holiday survival guide so that you can make more space for joy this holiday season. So I mentioned that I'm in this season of relearning some of the same lessons. And I wanted to share with you one of the epiphanies that I had this last week. And it was actually inspired by my husband. Now I, as 
as you maybe have figured out by now, I consider myself to be a dreamer. I am a big dreamer. I have big, bold, audacious dreams for my life, for the future, for five years from now, for 10 years from now. I have painted a beautiful picture in my mind of what the future holds for me. And I do feel like being a dreamer is one of my superpowers. I recognize that not everybody has that ability to dream so far off in the future. And my husband is one of them. My husband is more of a realist. He's more of the kind of person who is just focused on what's going on today. What do I need to think and focus on just to get through today? Like maybe maybe tomorrow, but like he's he's focused on the here and now. And meanwhile, I am like a dreamer who gets lost in the clouds. I like to think of it kind of like I am this balloon this dreamer balloon. And I do get lost in the clouds. Like I am floating up in the sky, dreaming big. And Brent is the person who is holding the end of the string, who keeps me grounded, who keeps me grounded back on earth. And I so appreciate the way that he is able to ground me in that way. And we really balance each other out. I mean, I'll be honest, sometimes I feel like he's also the pin that pricks the balloon and deflates me. (laughs) But he really, really helps to ground me. And he said something to me this last week that really did that for me in a way that I didn't realize I was needing. And I had an epiphany. I would say that Brent really illuminated me, the dreamer who gets so lost in the clouds of my big dreams and my bright future that I sometimes forget to appreciate where my feet are currently planted. Lately, the dream that's been on my heart is I keep dreaming of buying a camper van and traveling the country, speaking and meeting with my community members and really taking this Coach Kaya thing on the road, podcasting from you know my camper van and national parks and taking y'all for the journey and the ride with me. And this is still a big dream on my heart. I'm not giving up on the dream yet, but I feel like I've been so focused on this dream of like, I just need to make this much money so that you know Brent can retire and we can get on the road. I just need to make enough money so that I can buy this camper van so we can get on the road. I just need to do these things so that we can get on the road and go th- and do this. And Brent said something to me the other day that really caught me off guard in a really beautiful way. He said, Kaya, for years when we lived in Kentucky, all you wanted was to move back home to California. He said, all you wanted was to be back here close to your family. You would be so homesick. You'd cry at night because you were just so desperate to be back home. And he said, babe, we're here. We're here. We're here in California. You are home. Just be here. I find myself getting emotional as I'm talking about this. And that honestly is unexpected. I I didn't expect myself to be emotional talking about this, but um, he's right. I am so focused on dreaming about the next step. And once I accomplish something in my life, in my business, I don't even give myself permission to sit with it to feel it, to let it sink in. And instead, I'm already dreaming about what's next, about something bigger, about something that's more. And while I think it's a beautiful thing to continue to dream bigger for your life, I recognize that there's two sides to every coin. And it's also the exact same thing that sometimes gets in the way of me being present and appreciating this, this moment, my current situation, the accomplishments that I've already achieved, I feel like I'm so quick to dismiss them because I already have a dream that feels so much bigger than where I already am. I feel like I'm missing it. You know, I'm realizing that the lesson I'm having to relearn in this season is I'm having to relearn the lie of once. When it came to my health journey and I had to get really clear on, you know, 
all I wanted for so long was to lose weight. And I had to ask myself, why? Why did I want to lose weight? Well, I wanted to lose weight because I wanted to feel freedom in my body. I wanted to feel joy. I wanted to feel confidence. I wanted to feel happiness. I wanted to feel love. I had this story in my mind that all of those things would happen and come to me once I lost weight. I would be happier once I could wear a certain size. I would feel more free in my body once I could fit into an airplane seat. I would feel happier once, 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 once. I had this idea that everything that I wanted was on the other side of a circumstance, but what I know is that feelings of love, joy, happiness, contentment, fulfillment, feelings are not born of circumstance. They are born of thought. And you can change your thoughts without changing your circumstance. And I realized after Brent had this conversation with me that I have been falling prey to the lie of once again. I've been craving, like, why is it that I want to buy a camper van and travel the country? Well, what is it that I want? Why do I want to do that? I want adventure. I want to feel freedom. I want to feel connection with my partner. I want to explore. And when I think about why I want to do that thing, I remember that those things that I want so badly are not on the other side of me buying a camper van and traveling the country. Those feelings are available to me right now where I'm at, where my feet are planted. And I had this moment just this last week. We started doing, inspired by by this desire to feel these feelings now, we decided to start doing date days. And what we're doing is every weekend, one person is in charge of the date day. And that person gets to plan the entire date. And they don't have to plan it based on what they think the other person wants to do. We get to plan it based on what we want to do. And the other person gets to come along for the ride. And of course, we set boundaries. I know that I'm not going to be doing anything with heights or water sports for Brent. We've made that boundary very clear. But we're doing this so that really we can find more joy and adventure in our relationship and in our lives. And the other day, we were out in a little local town near here called Los Osos, and we were exploring a new walking trail. And one of the things that I want to do so desperately on the road is I want to hike and explore national parks and try these new new trails and whatnot. And so I was like, okay, we can do those things right here in my backyard. So we were exploring this little trail, and then we stopped into a local brewery afterwards to get a bite and a drink to eat. And I saw this van parked right in front of us. And it was this, this cool surfer van, you know, covered in bumper stickers. You could tell they'd probably been traveling around. And we saw the couple get in their van and leave. And as I was sitting there drinking my beer with my husband at this new hole in the wall place that we'd never tried before, I realized, what is it that I want to do on the road when we live in a camper van traveling the country? Well, I want to explore new hiking trails and I want to try new hole in the wall restaurants and I want to adventure and I want to connect with my partner, with my husband. And it was like this moment of, oh my gosh, wait, I'm doing that right now, right here in my own backyard. There is so much to explore just right here in my home county that can give me adventure and connection and exploration and freedom. I don't have to wait until we're on the road. I don't have to wait until I make a certain amount of money. I don't have to wait until I'm at a certain, you know, level in my business. I don't have to wait until anything. I can find all of those things that I want right here where my feet are planted. You know, I think we all have these, this lie of once in our brain. I'll be happier once I lose the weight. I'll be happier once I own a home, once I buy a camper van and live on the road. But I want you to ask yourself, The thing that you're telling yourself you want, why do you want those things? Is it for security? 
Is it joy that you want? Is it freedom, adventure, confidence? Because all of those things are feelings and feelings are born of thought, not circumstance. And that's a beautiful thing because that means that those feelings are all available to you right now without changing the circumstances of your life. And right now in this season, that is a lesson that I'm relearning. And I'm so excited about this lesson. I feel like having to relearn this lesson is is really helping me feel closer to my husband than ever because I realize that I have been hustling so hard in my business because I've been trying to make enough money. I've been trying to do enough so that we can get on the road and do all these things when really what I want most is to just start feeling these things now. And what's so interesting is that now that I've given myself permission and recentered myself in the present moment and I've started exploring and adventuring right here, I feel so much happier already. I've been giving myself what I've been craving right here where I'm planted and it has made me feel so much lighter and so much happier. And when I'm lighter and happier from the inside, that overflows into every aspect of my life. I feel like I've been able to tap back into my creativity and my business. I feel like I've been able to show up and serve my community better. And that all starts by me healing what I feel like is missing on the inside. It's incredible. And it's like hindsight's always twenty twenty. And now that I'm having this epiphany all over again, I'm like, duh, Kaya. Like, duh, we know this. We learned this once. But I'm having to relearn as I apply these lessons that I've learned in my health journey to every new mountain that I'm climbing, whether it's entrepreneurship, whether it's marriage, and whatever other mountain I'm going to climb in the future. I really realize that for me right now in this season, one of my intentions is I really want to focus on being present. I've got really big dreams and I will continue to dream big, but I don't want to allow my dreams to make me miss it, to miss this moment. And the mantra that's really helping me right now as I'm focusing on being more present in my life is the simple phrase, just this. And what's so interesting is it's come up in my life multiple times now. In my community, in my climb community, we recently read a book by Dr. Adrian Udeem, who was a past guest on our podcast. Her book is called Hungry for More. And one of the chapters, she had shared this mantra, which is where I first heard it. And it's really simple. It's just this. And she had shared that that really helped her center herself when she found out about her dad's diagnosis um, with dementia. You know, it's so easy for our, ourselves when we, when we hear bad news. And there was a family member in my life that recently got a cancer diagnosis. And when you hear something like that, it's so easy for our brain to spiral with all of the terrible things that might happen in the future. But what happens? But what if this? But what if this? But what if that little phrase can have our mind spiral in the worst kind of way? But when you say the phrase, just this, it brings you back to the present. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And worrying on something that hasn't even happened yet is having us focus the energy on the bad things that could happen. And the more we focus on what could go wrong, the more we're going to manifest that tragedy to appear. You know, things grow where energy flows. And if you are allowing all of your mental energy to flow towards all of the bad shit that you're afraid is going to happen, guess what you're giving your energy to? And guess what you're growing? The likelihood that that stuff is going to happen. Someone once said that both faith and fear require you to believe in something that hasn't happened yet. And I am usually someone who is so easy to lean on faith. I am a hopeful optimist. Like I am maybe an optimist to a fault. (laughs) Both faith and fear require you to believe in something that hasn't happened yet. But presence, being present 
is what allows you to center yourself on just what is, what is here. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. And the only thing that we're guaranteed for sure is this moment, is today. Let's not waste it with worry or dread and let's just be here. That little mantra, just this, just this. When I find my brain spiraling with worry in every in any area of my life, whether it's worrying about my family member that got that diagnosis, whether it's worrying about what's going to happen in my business, whether it's worrying about what's going to happen in a relationship or if something's wrong or you know what is this going to turn into, if I just close my eyes and just repeat to myself, just this, just this, just this, it brings me back to where my feet are planted and it reminds me that the only thing I have right now is this moment and how can I just be present with this? And I think that that's a beautiful reminder. And just the other day, I was a keynote speaker for a Liberty Mutual Virtual Women's Invitational Conference and they sent out these these little self-care goodie boxes. And I got one in the mail and inside of it is this really cool mindfulness box. It's a card or it's a box of mindfulness cards. And I shit you not, the first card that I pull out of this said the words, just this. It's like the universe is trying to tell me something. It's like the universe is trying to remind me, hey, dreamer, it's okay. Keep dreaming big dreams. But the more that you're present, the more that you appreciate what's here, the more you focus on what's now, I think the more your dreams are going to manifest in the future as well. I don't want to keep living for tomorrow. I want to live for today because tomorrow is not guaranteed. And I know some of y'all really learned that lesson again this year. You know, maybe you've lost someone that you love and it's so easy for us to take the things in life for granted that we assume will always be there. Whether it's the things in our life, whether it's food in our fridge, whether it's a roof over our head, whether it's a job, money in the bank, our loved ones, we totally take them for granted because we think that they're always going to be here but they might not be tomorrow. But the only thing that we have right now is just this. So the lesson I'm relearning is that once is a lie. You're not going to be happier once something happens to you. You can be happier now. And I'm just remembering that the present moment is really all that we have. And I don't want to miss that. I don't want to miss it. And I don't want you to miss it either. So, you know, this was just kind of a a conversation, a stream of consciousness, lessons that I'm learning and relearning in real time. And I hope maybe you could relate to something that I talked about. And I just want you to know that this life journey, this climb of life, it can be really hard. There's going to be a lot of storms. But the way that we that we really get through it is by facing those storms and focusing on the baby steps one at a time. Life is beautiful. It is messy. It is joyful. It is sorrowful. And that is what makes it so beautiful. It's an experience. Lots of ups and downs. And you, my friend, are strong enough to get through it all. And you don't have to do it alone. We're doing it together. All the ups and downs, we are doing it together. I am sending you so, so, so much love. I am wrapping you up in a big, warm, virtual hug. And if you're not into hugs, take that back and just, I'm giving you a high five. (laughs) I'm a hugger though. So if you ever meet me in person, you should know that, but I'm cheering for you, friend. Let's keep climbing and taking that next baby step together. I've got this. You've got this. 
let's focus on just this and let's keep going. I love you. Talk to you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.